The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the absolute pleasure today. Look, I never thought I'd get this far. We've interviewed some pretty amazing people on this channel, but never have I gone to Hollywood. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have John Travolta <laughs> of, uh, you know, all the myth films he's like, no, I'm just joking. I know he's a lookalike, but it is Alex Madonna, the co-founder and CEO of Finn Fabric that we're going to learn about. And I will say straight up, you do look like Mr. Travolta. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who. John, who? <laughs> Look, we had a pre-interview conversation. This is not going to be about Scientology, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, if you are listening on the podcast, you've got to get across to YouTube because this man, I mean, all I'm waiting for is Sally to his right-hand side. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me what I want, what I really Well, no, that's the Spice Girls. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. Anyway, let's get away from the joke and get stuck into what you do. Now, listen, I understand, Alex, you've had a, um, a pretty... Uh, glittered career uh, coming to where you're at now. Do you want to just fill in some blanks about uh, what's brought you to where you are right now, what you've done in the past, because you have, you've done quite a bit. Uh, and to, to help us understand why you've come into uh, where you are right now. And now, thank you for letting me, you know, intro myself and share what has happened to me, you know, because I think it's where I am today is based on luck luck but I've I think I was lucky to recognize it so uh, started actually in April it will be 20 years now um, I started in France uh, you can't hear my French accent it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> I mean I, that, that's fun because when I speak French sometimes I sound like I have an English accent which when I speak <laughs> English I have a French accent anyway uh, we won't do politics today and Brexit that's not the purpose so Spent six years in London, two years in India, nine years now in Hong Kong, 16 odd, 17 years in banking, investment banking, most likely prime broker, most of it prime broker. I'm an ops guy. So end to end, really from booking a trade to the balance sheet, to reporting, making payments and all of that. I've done it all uh, on cash equities for all cash products in the region and, and others. Uh, I nearly spent two years at Swift uh, and ended my career in 2015. I'm a post-trade person. I've done a lot of things in my career. And then in 2015, I fell in love with the B word, the blockchain. blockchain. The blockchain, you know, the one. There's only the one. one. The only one. That one. <laughs> so um, I set up a blockchain consultancy, which was too early, too little, too small, died. Uh, tasted failure, which is always good as an entrepreneur because, you know, it puts you in go, your ego back into into its place yep. and since 2016 august we set up finfabric three co-founders fabric in german is a factory so factory of solution businesses on a fabric with a sea an ecosystem a platform there was always a case that you as a client of let's say i don't know nab uh, standard chartered whoever or your insurance company you have an amazing experience, but you don't know where that experience comes from. Yeah. So you think from NAB or from, you know, your service provider. And we would be under, we would be under hidden. That was always the driver. And today, if I can say so, we do three things. We do issuance of digital assets, yep. trading, and market making. Okay, so 
A, you're a man of um, <clears throat> a very sound understanding of how financial institutions, not just markets, because you you've, you've basically explained from back office through to the front. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 actually honestly it's quite unique that you've you've been there, and it's 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 your classic um, pick up a book story of you started in the mail room at a record label and ended up being at AMA and you know, working yeah. your way through, but running the record label. It's a very similar type of story. Now, I'm not sure how you've done it, and we're not here to talk about that, but you have yeah. done it. And what that brings is a wealth of experience. Now, that experience that you have uh, been through, okay, yeah. um, of course, you talked about some failures. That's, you know, failure is the entrepreneur's and trader. It's, uh, it's our best friend. Oh, yes. You don't fail unless you stop. So you've, you've, you've made mistakes, which means you've learned lessons. Um, why fabric? Uh, sorry, why thin fabric? And, and why now? You've got such a range of skills. Why, why go out on a limb to create something that is relatively new in a very, very new market? Why would you take that risk? You have the skills to go wherever you want. Yes. Yeah, so I don't want to go great um, and do the same thing. Um, so when I had a career, by the way, I'm, I, my career is over for the last four and a half years because as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, it's skin in the game, it's all in, it's but, all in. Yeah, yeah, all your accolades are gone. You're back so to I'm not, You know, I'm not doing that for, uh, for, for fame or for wealth. It's really because I want to change things. Now, I want to change capital markets because that's where I come from and I think that there's a lot of inefficiencies. When I started to look at blockchain, I looked at cost, you know, throughput, risk, and all of that. And then I've, I've, I've realigned because it's really hard to do, right? Um, and we can talk for hours about why it's hard. But right now, we, we're doing digital asset-backed securities, you know, tokenizing assets, real assets. Yeah. So why? Why I wouldn't be anywhere else? Because I have people around me who are, and I don't want to sound, you know, really bullshit, but they are 10 20, 100 times better than I am. And oh, I you, me both. <laughs> you know, so I'm a selfish guy. And if we have a conversation, I want to learn out of you. I want to get, I want to get, you know, your mind as a trader. You're a trader. I'm not. But, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to grow and I yeah. want to give that. So I have a lot of experience. You know, I'm uh, closer to 50 than 40. And, um, and it's <laughs> changed things, really doing something. We are three co-founders. We are very different. You know, a, a technicians, architect, Dutch, low latency, prop shop, that kind of architect. A, a PhD in economy, very, very sharp, younger than me, Austrian and private bank. And me, the ops guy, we've done everything on a trade. You know, the life cycle. I can set up a broker tomorrow. Will I do that? Maybe if it's digital and it's in the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a fascinating uh, story. Like, why don't we just dig a little bit deeper into yeah. the partners that you have? I mean, you kind of touched on there are three, uh, and there are three different partners from three different walks of life and three yeah. different sets of experience. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, two, two, two and you. Sorry, two, two and yourself, of course. My mistake. Um, I mean, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so, look, I mean, I, I, have, I have two business partners as well. And when we started uh, the first business that we have, it was all about, I know how much it's going to require for me to be me and for me to do this and for me to do the education. Well, I know how, how all-encompassing it is. It's a full-time, 14-hour-a-day job. It really is until I can build out my team and have them come in and help out. Now, you choose your business partners very wisely based on the skill set that you 
don't have. So what are the skill sets that your two other partners bring? I'm going to go into a little bit detail about who they are and, and what they do within the organization. Yeah. So first of all, you have to be humble enough that you don't know everything. Oh, yeah. Number two, you have to realize that CMDPT, when it knocks, you have to grab your chance. So I didn't know them before I knew them, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. And this is something I call learning to dance. So I learned to dance with clients, and I hate the word clients, partners. I learned to dance with my, and it's not staff, it's, it's people who work with me. Right? Yeah. Learning to dance means at the beginning we have different rhythms. We have different understanding of what we will do, what we will bring, and then we find a way. Now, the way that we find might be closest to your way, and I'm learning, might be closest to my way, and you're learning. It doesn't matter as long as we are both moving. Marcel Dutch, uh, really amazing architect. He built four or five platforms. Um, and he was the CTO of the company whom we acquired the technology from after actually they closed. So it was a story where they spent Goodbye. five years a retail brokerage platform and they closed after five years. But amazing guy in terms of technology. Florian, COO, is, is, the, is an amazing guy because he's so different from me so if i'm black he's white if he's if he's black i'm white in terms of you know of his outlook he's very very structured and i give you two examples i never do any um uh, talk to prospective employees about salaries we've agreed i haven't signed it but as my pledge because i'm too generous so i will never get involved so if you say craig um if i say craig you know what we're going to talk salary i'm no, sorry, uh, Florian, we talk salary and, and equities because I'm too generous. Two is because as well, he came from BCG as a PhD in economy, is very, very structured. So what we've agreed as well is that I can switch off my rational because yeah. it's very rational and I can do the emotional. I'm very emotional. And then what we do, we create what I call positive tensions. Yep. I disagree with you. You disagree with me. There's no ego, by the way. Challenge the consensus. Yes. And then we find a way, oh, I didn't think about that. We didn't think about that. So you know the, the one plus one equals three, that, that kind of <laughs> nonsense. But it's, it's actually true. Oh, yeah, well, I know it is. You know, because if we are humble enough to say, I bring a little thing to the equation. I don't know the value of that little thing I bring. You bring your, old, your little thing as well. And it creates magic. We create magic. You know, really. And, and what we have, we have four PhDs. We have an amazing quant person who has a PhD in, uh, you know, in mathematics and data science. And when you have, they are more intelligent than me. You know, that I have no doubt. I may be smart. I don't know. Not for me to judge. Otherwise, it would be ego. But they are much intelligent. And it's an amazing where they speak mathematics. And I will come from maybe philosophy, martial arts, experience, whatever, and we meet halfway. And the kid in me goes, wow, that's amazing. So, so really it's about that. Oh, you know? dude, are you, look, we literally speak the same language. I have a very similar relationship with my partners. I am the emotional one. I'm the relationships guy. They're the ones that I go, look, when, let, let me get to the deal. When the deal comes, you take care of that deal. But I'm the guy who goes up front. But you... You, you, you used one of my analogies. I'll tell you this, right? Uh, you talked about the dance. Yeah. Okay, the dance. 
I talk about the dance. I talk about the dance in markets whereby the market, you can never beat the market. You can always join the market. Now, if you learn to get into step and know that rhythm, baby, you can make magic. But if you have, if you bring any ego, you'll get squashed. Like with any good dance partner, if I'm trying to dictate to her or him or whatever floats your boat, um, you know, what I'm doing, it, I look, you know, we've all got, we've got four left feet between the two of us. But if I learn to understand the movements of that individual, we work together and learn, we make magic. And that's where trading comes into it. You'll never beat the market. You'll never beat somebody who's better than you in your lacking skill set. The art of business, the art of trading, the art of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. understanding that, finding that middle ground, giving you two cents where you've got the experience yeah. and just jiving. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, for me, it's, it's based on martial arts. So, you know, I've been doing martial arts for many, many years. Many few, Discipline, you right? Many hmm? Discipline. Yeah, but it's as well, actually, right now, you can be better than me because of the situation. I may train for 200 years, you train for five minutes, but you beat me. Yeah. I don't know until we go in that confrontation. But actually, I don't want to confront you because why? And and if you have that humbleness to say, you know, I'm progress. I mean, I call it. And sorry if I swear, but I become less shit. So I don't progress, but I get rid of things and I get, I guess, closer to maybe perfection. Right. Yeah. And but you progress much faster, and it's not a competition between you and I. If we realize that, then we're okay. We can be partners. There's no ego. We're humble. If you have an ego, I'll let you win. Go for it. Be, now look, be. mate, we, we, look, I could, I, I know you that like we've been talking for a little while. We could talk philosophy and shit for hours. Oh, yeah. Right? We're, yeah. we're very, we're very similar. We are, Mr. John Travolta, we are very, very similar. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to come back to something. You, you, you've used the word humble uh, yeah. three or four times in yeah. our conversation. And I note, that on your website, uh, in your mission, uh, yeah. the very first point is the word humble. Can you explain what you mean and why that's such an important emphasis within your company and what you guys are trying to achieve? Why is humble number one? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. So one is you realize that, you know, I have 20 years of experience. So you could say I have 20 times one year, which actually is not a lot, right? Because things are moving. You never know until you know. You never know until you face the situation and then you're going to make mistakes, right? So these 20 years of, it's, it's a baseline to me where I know I actually had to trade, prime brokerage, custody, all of that. But if I'm facing you right now and you ask a question, how much of that has value, right? Number one. Number two, very, very clear, and it's linked to humbleness, we don't want to be seen as assholes, right? So you're not a client, you're a partner, and we're going to co-create together. I know it sounds empty. Until you know us, until we work together and you understand that this is true. So as well, if I'm not humble, I will teach you. I will lead you. I'll manage you. It's me, 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 me. And actually, what is the space for you? How are you going to grow? Right? So, and how are we going to grow as a company? Because we are fragile. We are lean. We are fragile. Um, we want to do something that is impossible. We want to grow to, you know, 
uh, the, the U, U word, you know, the unicorn, uh, on, on, on certain aspects, we think there's an opportunity there. Yeah. We believe, actually. We don't think. So there's an ego there where that direction is very clear and, and we're going to smash it. And then humble because we really don't know if we're going to make it, when we're going to make it, and how. So, and for me, particularly, that discovery, that's what motivates me, the unknown. I'm very secure when it's insecure. Um, you know, so I was running a client service, right? So for large funds and, and, and cash equities, and it's chaos every day. Yeah. Now that chaos makes me... Calm. Uh, yes. And I'm you get it right? as a trader. Yeah. You get it as a trader. You get, you get used to the mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. And you as a trader as well, if you don't get humbled where, you know... You beat the market. You dominate the other. Like arrogance oh. is the sure fight. Arrogance is like walking down, you know, a yep. back street of Harlem with you know fireworks and a, and a big sign saying "I am the best" in neon lights and screaming at everyone and shouting. You're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. It's a reality that will occur. Arrogance in trading, ego in trading, it, it, it's really, really not what you want. Now, a couple of other things that I've picked up on in this interview, Alex, is yeah. you mentioned that um, when you were talking to your team, you, you, you used the word, uh, uh, we're doing this together. So yeah. as opposed to you're my employees, I'm the God, do what I say. You use some, some, The phrase was something along the lines of, we are doing this, you know, we, no, we work together. Yeah. I want to touch on that. And the reason I want to touch on that is that that's, that's, that's a very similar way as to how I work with my people that work with me. I don't see employees as employees. We're all working towards the same common goal. Now, I consider myself to be somewhat of a leader and somebody who's trying to be a better leader. Now, we're both in the position where we're running companies, okay? Um, my leadership transcends through my team and I've got loyal people and they work really hard and we need them to go the extra yard. They do. And it also comes out into the product offering and how we pitch that and the trust that I create in my communities. I understand how my, um, I guess, humbleness and ability to understand that I can't do this without you and, and you is the listener, the viewer. It, it's, yeah. it's the people that have their eyeballs and their ears tuned in. Yeah. We, are, we collectively are creating something and we have a mission to do. So my question is, what is the mission and how are you leading um, the world, the market, your space, your objective within FinFabric? What is the mission and how are you going to take us there? So that there's, and there's a lot to answer as well. So, you know, the mission it's is a really... a big question, I know. It's a big question. So uh, finance for all made with FinFabric. Finance for all, you and I. Okay. You institution, you're Mr. Craig. You, uh, father, you, whatever you are, right? Get it. Made with thin fabric, um, carved, um, done by humans, you know, made. So there's a product. Creative, so yeah, yeah. Beyond that, it's really re-engineering capital market 2.0 by putting supply in front of demand. We are the platform in between. So you, and because you will understand that and some of your uh, listeners, auditors will get it. It's, really two sides, assets versus capital, and we are between us. You deploy your assets, your liabilities, and there's a demand coming from capital. Very simple. We are the not the intermediaries, but the facilitator. The creator. So the creator of that access point of reducing friction. 
Now, to me, this is impossible where we stand because we're quite small. Now, the impossible, and you've heard that a million times, uh, you know, Hollywood and whatever, but it's, it's making the impossible. That's what, you know, fascinates me. So number one is, do we believe in the same thing? Because this is non-negotiable. If you and I don't believe in that, we have a problem. But I don't want to convince you. It's within your, I would say, your knowledge, your experience, your emotion, what makes cred. Yeah. Do we agree? And it doesn't, and you know, it's not Scientology, as you said, or, or religion, where you don't have to agree 100%, but the broad direction. And you have to trust me that because I'm 200%, I'm, you know, 24-7, I don't let go, right? It's, 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 it's bones, bones, bones held high, right? Oh, yeah, you know, great graft, passion, and, and gut. So in terms of leadership, first of all, and I learned that a few years ago when I was running big projects, Lean, and I saw, I remember, uh, seven or eight years ago, and it was lean uh, organization. So, you know, traditionally, you're a big boss, and, you know, and then... It fans down, yeah. Actually, the lean uh, organization and leadership is the opposite. So let's say you have somebody at the cold face. They are talking to a client, customer. They know much more than you. Now, you, they, you have to have... Uh, the right organization where that information is passing through to you so that you can lead, but you lead from the bottom. There's that amazing image, if you've seen it, it's a wolf, it's a pack of wolves. Now, the top dude, you know, the, the, um, the, the top the leader one, of the pack, right? Yeah, the leader of the pack is the last one. Yeah. He's at the end. He's, because he sees from the back, he sees everything, and he sees the direction, and he influences so I tell, I tell, you know, people working with me, I work for them. When they hear that, I say... I'm behind I, you. I'm with yeah, you. And, and really, you own me. So if you want to book a meeting, you book a meeting. I'm not going to go and say, hey, Craig... Um, Don't do this. Yeah, yeah. No. You have to own me. I work for you. And I'm your spear. I'm, I'm there. That's one. Number two, you have to understand that if something happens with a client, with a partner externally... It's me in between. Yep. Right? I step in and, you know, if, if um, there's a mistake, there's a you're, you're giving, giving them permission to fail because you're yeah. being their trampoline where they hit rock bottom, they bounce straight back up and you go, I'll take care of this. Yes. And, and it, again, it's non-negotiable because I was current service, current facing for so many years. I step in, but I don't have to manage I have to say I hate managing where, okay, have you done your five things? What happens, you know, uh, uh, with what you were supposed to do? Are you on time? That others are doing it much better than me. I like to lead, which is setting the scene and then let's go and get it. Let's go and grab it. Um, I think as well the optimum size of a company is roughly 100, 150, you know, based on some studies. We are twin, between 20 to 25, depending on the, on the days. I think we'll be 25 in the next couple of days. But you <laughs> have a, fam a family or a group that trust each other. Yes. So yes. important. You've got to change and back. The first five, the first 10, the first 20 and the first 30 are the most important. Because then they tell the story as to, you know what, we nearly died three times. You know what, we ask you to reduce your salary. You know what, we ask you to to do something for us. Yeah. And Mate, it's, 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 it's so important. I mean, yeah. 
you know, the startup culture, and there's a lot of people that are watching this and listening to this that are, that are in business. I mean, we do have a very highly professional audience and whether they are professionals that work with the institutions or whether they're going out on their own. But I mean, this is honestly, Alex, it's been a masterclass in leadership the last five minutes because it, what you're saying, it, it's factual and it's true. And you only, you only get these lessons by making those mistakes. Yep. You know, the, the first time I ran a team, I cocked the whole thing up because I, my father's a builder and I worked on building sites and I'm rough around the edges and I'm harsh as all hell because that's what I, that's yeah. what I, that's what leadership was to me. And, and since then I've learned to listen and be more involved with the individual and the, I lead a conversation with what is it that you want? Yeah. And when you find out what someone wants, you can really help them to mold within your organization so you can look at it as, as a selfish view what is it you're trying to achieve and how can we help you to achieve that now every business should be asking that on a business perspective but everyone forgets that oh not everyone a lot forget that internally you know we work together as you know you brought up before we we work together i pay you sure but we work together so what do you want and how can i help you to get that getting that solidarity within a team to the point where people, as you say, they'll take pay cuts. They'll work their backside up. They'll, they, when they're paid for eight hours, they'll work 16 to get a project out the door. That's really where, where it's crucial. And it's really important for the listeners to understand that you know, we, we could talk about thin fabric. We could talk about all the projects and what you're doing. But I think what we've actually managed to touch on here are some things you probably haven't in other interviews perhaps. And that's the core. And you talk, I talk to a lot of VCs. I, I talk to a lot of investors and, and, and VCs and investors. I mean, what we talk about, what they talk about is it's the team. It's, you know, you can have a great idea that's executed yeah. by a terrible team or you can have an average idea that's executed by a wonderful team. Now, the yeah. word is team and team is about creating an environment where people have got each other's backs. I was a rugby player. I did all sorts of things in sport. Rugby was the main yeah. one. And, you know, I do a lot of reading of history as well in war. It's not that they're trying. It's not that they they're listening to their you know the 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 private the prime minister or the president mm-hmm. when they go in a battle. It's that they've got a core unit and they will die for their brother or their sister because that is what a team does. And when you build a team, you can build something truly truly special. But without a team, you're pissing in the wind. Absolutely. And by the way, the sports analogy is spot on, you know, and, you know, I have a daughter and I tell her, you know, whatever it's basketball, netball, I don't understand netball, volleyball, you know, whatever, <laughs> play a team sport because you know what? It's Take a play. I played basketball. I was on the bench. Nobody used me. I was feeling sad. And then I thought, okay, actually, I'm much better than me. And I was like 17, 16. It hurts. You get on with it. You know, martial right. arts. You know, martial arts is more about me and and really beating myself up. Really, Literally. but <laughs> sports is very very key. Very key. Oh, look, I couldn't agree. I've got two daughters and uh, I, I couldn't agree more. So look, let, let, let's cover a little bit more on, uh, I mean, look, this has been an absolute masterclass and I'm going to make sure that all my staff listen to this because this has been an absolute crisis interview. I, I really appreciate this, but let's, let, let's go into it. I want to understand a little bit more about Fim Fabric. You, obviously, we know what you're trying to achieve. Uh, yeah. We know that you've got a great team. We know yeah. that you're a great leader. You're taking off a lot of the boxes. Who are you looking to get involved? Like, who are you looking to outreach to? If, if there's anybody in my audience that's listening now, who yeah. is it that you really want to connect with and bring into your vortex? What sort of business? What sort of individual? What are you looking for to help to build Fin Fabric to the next stage? 
So, and bearing in mind that in the next six to nine months, uh, we'll raise a Series A. So, so some of that may be investors, though we have lead investors already, and you've seen the news, so you know who they are. Yep. I think it's really about understanding that the capital markets are being changed. That you know, and we can call it tokenization, you know, through blockchain technologies and others. By the way, it's not about the technology. The technology is an enabler around, you know, reducing your friction, making it accessible to X. Now, we have to design who is X, you know, investor, retail, PI, a fund, a P, whatever. So, and it's really what we do is to match supply and demand. So today at this stage, um, I'm reaching out to organization where they have a balance sheet and they have a demand. So let's say, you know, uh, a broker and an asset manager, a, a family office and, and, you know, who has assets, right? Yeah. So because we can actually, if you, you think about it, we can start to neutralize or outsource some of the risk they have on their balance sheet. Yeah. They retain ownership. And provide liquidity. Yes. Provide liquidity, share some of the cash flow, the yield, the, the rent or whatever it is, capital appreciation retain ownership and we can do that using technology at some later stage it's really about you know asset owners who want to deploy their ventures because in about six to nine months i will have the demand we're building demand but right now at this stage it's really supply demand we have interesting assets that are coming on our platform collectibles uh, gold and others and and where we place ourselves is really to be cross-chain cross-chain of Cross assets, you know, where in the future we can collateralize, swap cross assets, trade across. And um, that would be very interesting as well using different protocol, right? Permission versus permissionless. We placing ourselves, ourselves right in the middle of it all. Well, you've certainly, certainly got a lot on as do we i think everybody in this space has got a huge amount on alex the, the last question i'm going to ask you is this for the viewers for the listeners on this show today uh where can they find out more about yourself uh you're very interesting but also about fem fabric tell us where we can find out more mr travolta yeah <laughs> so the website is whatever it is at the moment we should have a new website in the next couple of weeks finfabric.com i believe Yes, yes. So don't judge me. Uh, about That's F-I-N-F-A-B-R-I-K.com. Yeah. And when he says don't judge me, ladies and gentlemen, you have put up with my terrible website for 12 months. We've just finished remodeling it and making it better. So when you're in startup mode, there's many more things that are very important. <laughs> so and when he says don't judge, that's why. Yeah, and uh, you know, on the LinkedIn, so on my LinkedIn or the team LinkedIn, Fin Fabric yep. at LinkedIn, you have the latest, so you will see some news. Yep. Uh, we do a lot of PR in the next few uh, weeks and months because we have a lot going on. I think in Q2, in the second and Q2, second half of the year, you will see us more in the media, in the news, because we're doing interesting things. What we're going to bring, we're going to bring quality assets to quality investors. That's what we're going to do. Um, if you want as well, reach out to me and have a coffee if you're in uh, Hong Kong or if I'm traveling around. I never say no because, you know, I'm selfish, as I said. I'm going to learn from you. If we do a partnership um, and there's a ton of opportunities out there, I'm looking forward. As long as we are best in class, we're doing the right way, we understand that there's a regulation out there, it's a license where, and we need to evolve it towards 
the future, but the future doesn't happen. So all of us, we need to be humble enough and work together towards that future. If you want to share that journey with some of us, happy. And we are hiring as well a lot of developers. Java, blockchain, that's what we do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the gentleman that I've been speaking to is Alex Madana. He is the co-founder and CEO of FinFabric. He's bridging the gap between traditional illiquid asset classes plus many more to investors just like you and me. I very much appreciate you. your time today, Alex. Thank you so much for the insights. Thank you so much for the lessons in management and entrepreneurship. And I know that a lot of the listeners and viewers are going to very much appreciate this one. And as I said, I am making my whole team watch this one. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time and let's keep in touch. Sure. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I hope you've had a good day and you've enjoyed this episode. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters. Experience matters.